Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. G'day and welcome. This is That's Incredible. A warning from the beginning. Don't you love a show that starts with a warning? Here we go. If you're the type of person who has to be the coolest person in the room, you might want to switch off right now. Maybe it's your older brother or sister. Are they gone? Good. Because this, it's kind of a dad joke episode. And dad jokes, well, they're cool, just not... Well, they're cool, but sometimes it's hard to admit they're cool. You know, when your dad says something and it's daggy and it's funny and it's... Oh, dad! That's a little bit what this show is about. Because today's podcast is all about Australia's big things, which are definitely cool and they're definitely daggy but they're cool. You're with me? Excellent. Like we pretend our road trips are all about great scenery and beaches and bushwalks, but who doesn't, deep down in their heart of hearts, hope the driver pulls the car over so you can climb up the butt of the Big Merino in Goulburn or stop for chocolate-covered frozen bananas at the Big Banana. Sneer all you like about the Big Murray Cot at Tokemore or the Big Trout at Anaminibi, but these Big things were built by enthusiastic local people brimming with pride about what was unique about their town. In fact, when the people of Tokemal held a town meeting called Icon or Eyesore to debate whether to keep their giant Murray Cod, they voted overwhelmingly to keep it. Because people love big things, as daggy as they are. So if you love stopping for a photo in front of the giant prawn or the giant rocking horse or the big orange or the big axe, you're not alone. Our incredible story today is told by someone who actually owns a big thing. It's the story of the giant sausage. The giant sausage that was stolen. I'll tell you more about it a little later. But first, here are some cool facts from our kids for you as a souvenir from today's episode. The Big Pineapple in Wombai, Queensland, was so popular in the 80s that even Prince Charles and Diana visited. Apparently, Prince Charles got lost on his way to the toilet but made conversation with staff until his mind has found him. And yes, he had washed his hands before shaking hands with all of the royal gawkers. <laughs> oh, Prince Charles. The Big Potato in Robinson, New South Wales is currently on sale in case you don't know what to get your dad for Father's Day. There are some unkind people in Robinson who have nicknamed the giant potato the Big Poo. It's because of its shape and colour. See, it's brown and round like a big poo. Oh, I see how they did that. Maybe save up and you can buy it for your place. Your dad will love it. The giant koala was renamed after a famous bushfire survivor. 
Located in Dadswell Bridge, Victoria, the giant koala is named Sam after a koala who became famous the whole world over when she was photographed drinking from a water bottle given to her by a firefighter in the 2009 bushfires. It's a beautiful picture. You should Google it. The man who designed the big banana at Coffs Harbour bought the best-looking banana at a local fruit shop to use as a model. He did, he did! And then he cut it up into 40 different pieces to make the plans. In 2020, the big banana was covered in 180 litres of chocolate syrup, and that was to help promote Alan's chocolate-covered lolly bananas. Local police rushed to the scene thinking that the big banana was being vandalised. It wasn't. It was just being covered in chocolate. The town of Trundle in central New South Wales has Australia's widest main street. Trundle's giant thing is the main street. Surely Trundle would have a giant Trundle bed. But the reason it's the main street is because it's on the stock route. So they needed to have it wide enough so they could drive a whole herd of cattle right through the middle of town, which is what they used to do. Australia's tallest tree is as tall as two Olympic swimming pools. Centurion. That's the name of the tree. And it's an enormous gum tree in Tasmania. And it just grew past the 100 metre high mark. It's so tall, it had to be measured with special laser beams. Now, the previous time it was measured, in 2008, tree climbers had to climb all the way to the top and then drop down a very long tape measure to the ground. Those guys are thankful for the technology of the laser beam. You can swim with the world's biggest fish in Western Australia. You've definitely seen pictures of this. Ningaloo Reef is home to one of the world's biggest groups of whale sharks and they come there to feed on the plankton. Whale sharks, which are actually fish, grow up to 20 metres long and they're safe to swim with. No interest in us, they just want to eat the plankton. A whole town turned out to watch the Big Merino move to a new home. The Big Merino is in Goulburn and a special heavy-duty semi-trailer was used to move it from one end of town to the other. When the bypass was built around the town, the owners of Rambo, that's the giant Merino, spent half a million dollars to move him to his new location. Electrical wires had to be taken down and the median strip on the highway was bulldozed to allow the 87-tonne concrete ram to be shepherded to a new paddock. So it's now at the southern end of town as opposed to the northern end. The big mango at Bowen was built upside down. The big mango has the green bit at the top, but mangoes on the tree have the green bit at the bottom. How did they get that wrong? According to Bowen tourism officials, the mango is that way up because that's how you find them in the fruit shop. Flip it, Bowen! Flip the mango! The big Ugg boots would fit a lady with a size 8 foot if she was 13 times bigger than average. You'll find the big Ugg boot outside Mortal's Sheepskin Factory in Thornton, so that's in the Hunter Valley. Imagine if it was in Ningen or near Ningen, because Ningen's got the big bogan. Seriously, Ningen has a big bogan, and then you've got the Ugg boot, which could fit the big bogan. That would work, wouldn't it? The big penguin is based on a drawing in a little girl's picture book. You'll find the big penguin in the Tasmanian town of Penguin, of course. The designer used a drawing of a penguin in a storybook that belonged to the daughter of the president of the Penguin Traders Association as a guide. 
They didn't trade penguins, by the way. The town of Penguin had a trading association where they traded other things. I don't think anyone trades penguins. And if they do, they better stop. A radio show helped raise money to save the big lobster from being moved to a different state. Radio stars Hamish and Andy were mortified when they learnt of plans to move Larry the Big Lobster from Kingston in South Australia to Western Australia. So they started a campaign called Pinchermate to raise money to keep him where he is. The campaign was a huge success and you can still see the 17 metre tall crustacean in the middle of the town of Kingston. Larry the Lobster was designed by a guy called Paul Kelly, not the songwriter. Paul also designed Adelaide's Big Scotsman with his big kilts. You need two people if you want to play a tune on the big guitar at Narandura. The big guitar was built by Robert Palmer. No, not that Robert Palmer. Ask your parents about that Robert Palmer. Your parents don't know that Robert Palmer. Okay, don't worry about that one. The Robert Palmer who built the big guitar was from the Narandra Country Music Association. And being country music fans, they do not encourage you to play the song Wonderwall. In fact, no one wants you to play Wonderwall. Even Oasis don't want to play Wonderwall. Who are Oasis? Ask your parents. Oh, come on, parents. Oasis, Wonderwall. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move. And we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Our kids' facts are brilliant. I love them. And if I had to name a best job in the world, I think it would be pouring chocolate sauce all over the big banana. Then the worst job in the world, that would be cleaning the chocolate sauce off. And what about the giant merino? I was surprised to learn they needed a prime mover to move the giant merino. Surely there's a giant border collie that's been involved in some sort of giant cattle dog trials that could have moved the giant merino all the way up the street without needing the big truck. It does make sense. And the big penguin, being in the town of Penguin, huh, guess where the big orange is? Mmm, berry. I know, it's hard to figure out. If I have a favourite part of That's Incredible, it's when we hear an incredible story from one of our storytellers. And today's story comes from a butcher shop in Toowoomba. It's the Sausage King. And above the Sausage King was a great big giant sausage with a story of its own. To tell that story is the butcher from the Sausage King, Mark Nolan. Hello, my name is Mark Nolan from Gray's Modern Meat Mart. Been butchering for 35 years, or probably 40 years, I think. <laughs> when I won the Sausage King competition back in 2003, I think it was, that I saw this sausage and I thought I'd, we'll make, turn him into an Australian Sausage King. So I put the Australian flag on his back and bought a crown and put it on his head and I stuck it on top of the roof of my shop. So then that made me the Sausage King. The town's pretty exciting, especially when it got stolen. So I had it on the roof, and by this time I was a three-time National Sausage King. And then someone came along and stole the sausage off the roof. And so I didn't know what to do at the time. And then I thought, oh. So I just thought I'd ring up the local TV station. I said, someone's kidnapped me sausage. 
and it just took off. I was on overseas news, all the radio stations ringing me all day. It was in all the papers. It was like watching The Phantom. Lenny every week they'd have something about the Sausage King in the, in the local chronicle. It did put me on the map because everyone knows who the Sausage King is now. Well, the Sausage King was more of a celebrity than me. He just tickled people's imagination because he was missing, see? So everyone was looking for the Sausage King. So everyone just got really excited. I had other butchers ringing me saying, just tell them that I pinched the sausage so they'd get a bit of free media as well. <laughs> Everyone was pleading that you bring back the sausages. Bring back the sausages and we'll give you $100 worth of sausages for free if you bring back the sausage. You know? It was missing for a couple of months, probably two or three months. And then one day, some kids brought it back. They reckon they found it at the bottom of the old quarry. They found it down there. They brought it back and they got their reward. He wasn't in too good a condition when he came back. We had to take him to hospital and everything. And the airmen picked him up and they wrapped him up. He had a broken arm and broken leg and had bandages around his head. We revived him and he was away for a little while and got a bit of a paint job and a bit of repair and come back to the shop and he's been there ever since. Actually, the police at the time weren't too happy about it because they had to investigate it because it was <laughs> stolen. They had to go out and do a DNA test up on top of the roof. Um, so one day he might get arrested for something else and he'll be charged with kidnapping the Sausage King. The Sausage King, when it got stolen, they put it in the book of big things in Australia. And even now, we get people who pull up and take a picture of that sausage or they'll still stand next to it and get a picture taken because they would have remembered they seen it in some article in, in Australia or in the paper or something like that. What a great story. Time for our little quiz about big things. And it's a terrific quiz because you don't need paper or pens or anything like that. You just holler out your name when you know the answer. And we're going to call this quiz, Where in Australia is Andrew Datto? I'll describe a big thing and the person who knows it first, you just sing it out. Are you ready? Here we go. Where in Australia am I if I'm standing out the front of the big Banana. Yes, Coffs Harbour. The big banana may not be everyone's favourite big thing, but I reckon it's got huge appeal. Appeal. (laughs) I know. Hey, I said there'd be dad jokes at the beginning. Question two. Where in Australia would I be if I was standing in the middle of the widest main street in the whole country? Yeah, it's tricky, right? Trundle, because you're thinking the bed, but it's the wide street for herding the cows through. And for the record, that street in Trundle is 66 metres wide. 66 metres. Question three, how are you going? Where in Australia am I if I'm strumming a tune on the largest playable guitar in the Southern Hemisphere? The largest playable guitar is in Narandra, even though there's a big golden guitar in Tamworth, Narandra. And I'm not going to play Stairway to Heaven or Smoke on the Water. And I'm definitely not going to pick it up and try and smash it on the stage at the end of the gig like a good old-fashioned rock star. To our fourth question, where in Australia am I if I'm feeding gum leaves to Sam the Big Koala? This is a tricky one. It's Dadswell Bridge in Victoria. I don't know if Sam sleeps for 22 hours a day like an ordinary koala. If she does, I hope she doesn't snore. That'd be a huge noise to deal with. Where in Australia am I if I'm buying a pair of thick woolly socks at the Big Merino? For the Big Woolly Socks, 
at the Big Merino, you would be in Goulburn. And lots of funny things happen at big things around Australia. And I know a guy who proposed to his girlfriend at the foot of the Big Merino. It's so romantic, don't you think? Could there be anything more romantic than that? There could? Like anywhere else? There are two questions to go. How's the quiz going in the car? All tied up? You excited? Where am I in Australia if I'm waddling alongside the big penguin? I'm in Penguin, the town of Penguin. The big penguin's in Penguin. And guess what type of bird you can find all over Penguin? Seagulls. I thought it would be penguins. There are penguins there, but there's a stack of seagulls. Last but not least, are you ready? Where in Australia am I? If I'm running rings around the big pineapple. Wombai. Who said Wombai? You're right. This is the place where Prince Charles got lost trying to find the toilet. Oh, looking for a royal flush, Charles? (laughs) That's our quiz. For this week's That's Incredible. How'd you go? It was hard. It was a bit like geography, wasn't it? Remembering all those place names. How'd you like to do some homework? We'd love you to send in a picture of something from your town that's big. What? Your town hasn't got any big things? Of course it does. You just take a photo of it and you take something small and you bring it up really close to the lens of your camera or your parents' phone or your brother and sister's, whatever, and then it makes it look really big. So you could have a giant pencil, you could have a giant Malteser, you could have a giant Mars bar, you could have a giant belly button lint thing. Send it to us, because we'd love to show everyone else. And make sure we can see some of your town in the background as well. You can put your photo up on your socials and send it to your mates, but definitely send it to us too. Hey, I hope you've had fun today exploring some small towns with big ideas. I wonder if I can interest my hometown in building a big Andrew Datto. (laughs) Wow, I guess not. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again next time on That's Incredible. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.